welcome to GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, founder and creator of GYSB. Get your sexy back, health and fitness movement. Over 13 years ago, I lost over 50 pounds and on that journey, I found joy, peace and more self-love. That's how the GYSB movement got started because I wanted to share with other people what I had found for myself. And now in my 50s, I'm still on this journey. And now I'm starting to navigate some of the inevitable changes that come with aging. So GYSB Talks will cover topics that will help women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s get to their next level of optimal living. Physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and in relationships. Guys, I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Divorce. It's difficult. It's emotionally draining. And for some, it's excruciating. It's a painful departure from what you thought you were going to be in forever with somebody. Whether it's a breakdown in communication, financial mismanagement, or just a disagreement on how the finances are being managed, could be infidelity, or simply couples feeling like, I've outgrown this. We didn't grow together. This relationship is not working anymore. It's time to say goodbye. No matter what the reason is, divorce is usually a very devastating experience. 50% of marriages end in divorce in the United States. Now, I can't personally speak to divorce because I've never been married. But I do have someone we're going to be chatting with today. Her name is Sheila. Sheila is a vivacious 56-year-old mother and proud parent of one-hit wonder 31-year-old Deshaun Green. Sheila has a zest for life and an adventurous spirit, embracing all things outdoors, including hiking, biking, and running. Despite the challenges of the pandemic, Sheila boldly relocated from Georgia to Virginia with an unwavering belief that God was by her side every step of the way. Today, we're going to be chatting with Sheila about life after divorce and how she has managed to move on. I'm grateful she has taken this time to join us, to join us on the podcast today, to share this personal experience. And as with all of our GYSB Talks episodes, it is my hope that something we talk about today will help someone who might be going through a similar experience. So let's get to the podcast. Hi, Sheila. Hi, Carla. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here today. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of Um, course, of course. So I'm going to tell everybody how we met because I think it's a really interesting story. So Sheila and I both have a mutual friend named Leslie. Leslie thought that Sheila reminded her of me and that I reminded her of Sheila. And she was telling Sheila I've got this friend in LA. You guys remind me so much of each other. You kind of look alike, you dress alike, you both love fitness, you're both very stylish. You guys should really meet. And so, is that how it happened, right? That's exactly how it happened. Yes. My 55th birthday, I was 
doing some tours, seeing family and uh, LA was one of my places and yeah and I knew you was there <laughs> <laughs> so I said let's let's do it let's meet up because I'm one of those people if I think that you have good energy and if you're recommended by a really good person I'm like they can't be that bad some something about her has to be really cool so I want to meet this woman and we got together and we were very similar in thought processes. And I just thought, I thought you were so warm and so beautiful. And I was like, I can see, you know, I can see how Leslie would think that we would be connect really easily. And I was, I got an instant sister. Yes. Yeah. But let's, let's just put it out there. We both, we both had escape plans though, right? We both had, <laughs> we did. <laughs> We, we both had escape plans like okay if this don't work out I'm like oh, I'm just gonna call my Uber and it was so funny you were so sweet because at the end after we you know we had a good dinner good conversation and I said well let me call my Uber you was like oh no girl I'm gonna drop you off I said oh my god then this really works like right. you really hit it off because it, it was just so sweet how you just instantly volunteered to take me home and everything and I just thought that was just like so sweet and that's what I knew you you're right I had an instant sister yeah All Oh, thanks to Leslie. Yes. Oh, thanks to Leslie. And we definitely have to tell her about this episode. I think she will be absolutely ecstatic that we got together and did this. So one absolutely. of the things that we talked about when we were meeting and catching up and getting to know each other, you talked about how you knew Leslie, how you were in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. how you uh, had moved back to Virginia and why. And it was uh, about divorce, right? Yes. How long were you married? I was got married in 2010 and divorced in two, 2021. 2021. Okay, so you were married yeah. for 11 years. 11 years, yes. Mm-hmm. What can you, I, I don't want to be too far into your business. So I'm going to let you kind of lead on how much you want to share. But can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about the divorce and why it happened as much as you feel comfortable sharing, of course? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like I said, I feel like this is a part of my healing journey, as I mentioned to you as well. And um, I pray that I can give some other women some insight. Um, um, it was, it, you know, it was actually like so many signs. Uh, we actually got married six months after knowing each other. Um, and so I feel like we just did not take the time to really get to know one another, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, there's always that representative at the beginning because you're in that honeymoon phase, right? For, you know, for about six months to a year, you know, yeah, we're in, that's on both you're, parties, <laughs> on both parties. We're, we're in that honeymoon phase. So, yes, you know, so it, it the, the, the feelings are there and, you know, and, and the, the good intentions are there. However, like I said, you're putting your best foot forward. So there, there's things that you, you think that this person loves to do or that they fit into your world just great right okay Mm -hmm. because you know we we get along we you know we laugh we do these things but then there's that that comfort comes in right Mm -hmm. where you get relaxed and then the way you got that person how you dated that person falls by the wayside and Mm -hmm. so it was almost as if I you know was like who is this person like I woke up one morning like who is this person like he don't like to do nothing he don't want to do anything Mm -hmm. Um, unless it was like church related or with his family, just to put it out there. Um, and uh, my family can contest to it. Like I really, we never really did anything with my family. It was mostly with his family. So I didn't see those things. It was a lot of things that I didn't see 
that like my brothers brought to my attention and they felt like it was like a control thing. And I didn't see that because for me, it was like, you know, I'm in love, you know, and he's good to me. And, you know, he takes control. He is a manly man, you know, so he made like he took over the bills. And, you know, I was good with that, Carla, because I was like, you know, as a single parent, that's what mm-hmm. we do, you know. Right. So right. it was like, so finally you find someone who's good finances and everything and they taking care of everything. So that was fine. And I was doing my part of what I was asked to do and everything, but it just wasn't enough. Okay. Um, we had the house, you know, we had, we had, we had it like we, you know, we didn't have any financial issues or anything. It just came down to not being able to communicate. So mm-hmm. he didn't communicate, um, enough. And it was like, and, and didn't know how to love me the way I needed to be loved. And I tell people all the time, you know, when I first met him, we, we talked about the five love languages and everything. And I asked him if he had he ever read it and he hadn't. So I get to him with a book okay? because I needed you to know, right? Like, so it's like, so let's, so that way we know how we need to move forward on how to love one another. Right. Um, and it was like, it was almost as if he was loving me and his love languages, right? Okay. Like his, cause his is acts of service. So his thing, like he likes to cook and do that type of thing for people, but that's not my love language. Okay. What is yours? My time, physical mm-hmm. touch and a little, and little bit of, I have a little bit of acts of service, but not a lot. It's more so for me is affirmation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I realized that affirmation was stronger for me because growing up, I didn't get a lot of that. Okay. So as an adult, you know, in, in a relationship, you think you with your spouse, you with your best friend, you need that, right? Like, you, mm-hmm. you're like, you know, if I can't get that from him, then and I, I'm feeling a little like I'm not like a little devalued or feeling like, hey, I don't think that he even recognizes what I'm doing, or he even cares what I'm doing. And I'm, you know, and I'm doing the best that I can and things like that. And so it was, so, you know, so it was a lot of that that played into it. And like I said, it, it just became like I had a lot of started having a lot of resentment mm-hmm. um, and and I wasn't happy. And so, you know, I have to say, like, I think about year three, I had asked for a divorce and it got to the point, I guess he was just tired of me saying I wanted a divorce because he felt like I was running. And it wasn't that I was a runner. I just saw the flags and I wanted uh-huh. to end it before it was too late. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I fought through it because you know my parents are together they've been married for like 56 years oh god they've been together a long time Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going on 57 I guess they've been married about 56 years um and I seen I seen it all and and they fought through it all you know Mm -hmm. they made they made it work excuse me so I felt like you know what I I need to honor my covenant so Mm. I you know fought through it and um did the count, you know, we went to counseling a few times. I had my pastor who I always kept on speed dial that married us, you know, and he, you know, he was so instrumental in us staying together as long as we did. Um, Then again, I think about year five, I asked for a divorce again. I just felt like- Was nothing getting better? No, it it would get better for a few minutes, a little, for, you know, for a minute. And then it would go back to the same routine. So it was always like, you know, he didn't want to do anything. Like I said, unless it was involved in church activities, um, he did not want to 
um, go see my family because he, I guess he thought that he just didn't connect with my family. I don't know what it was, but we always did stuff with his family. Did like you guys, did you guys do stuff with your family prior to getting married? I mean, I know you said it was just a short six month window, but did you, did he come around at all then? No. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys do any counseling before you got married? Absolutely. We did the, we did a full um, counseling class with the pastor that married us. What does that pastor. look like? Cause I, you know, I've never been married, never been engaged, never been through any of those processes. So I just wanted to know like what kind of questions are asked in those, in those sessions, because a lot of people don't go through marriage counseling and they feel like they should have, but you went. I what, went and we and did you, the did work. You, and you, so what does the work look like? So the work, it, here's the thing. So I'm telling you, the beginning was amazing, right? So we did the work. So you come home, you do these assignments together, you dig deep because you're going into like things in your childhood, traumas, you know, things that could come over into the relationship, mm. you know, things that could, yeah, it was, it was really, really a very like high level. Like it was high level wow. information that we had to get into it, even from like your five-year plan of goals. Like, what do you want to do? Like, you want to go back to school? Wow. Do you want to have a house? Do you want to like, what's going to be your five-year term? Like say, as far as saving money and all that. And honestly, Carla, we, we were on target. We bought a house together in five years. Wow. We built the house from the ground up in five years. We did everything we said we were going to do. Except for the communication. <laughs> and the and communication we, changed, you said, because it was it fine. You guys, were, you guys were laughing and having a good time. And mm-hmm. were you doing activities? Because I know you're very into fitness. Have you always been that way? And if so, was he doing that stuff with you? So, yeah. So I, I started really getting into fitness probably when my brother passed away from a heart attack. Right. Um, and I just realized that, you know, maybe hypertension and heart disease was really serious in my family. Um, so I started taking care of myself before I met him and doing things like that. But I really got heavily involved in 2009 when I joined black girls run. Okay. And we met in 2009. Okay. So, um, I, I did, uh, the three day walks for breast cancer. He did one with me. Um, one year, which was amazing because that's three days. Yeah. Um, and he did that with me. And after that, it was like, he never did it again. It was like, that was my thing. So I was like, oh, so did you only do it because you were trying to, hmm. you know, just make me happy or mm-hmm. was it not what you wanted to do? And it would be like, I, I just didn't understand. I was like, okay, so, okay, here we go. It's, wow. Things are starting to unravel now, right? And okay. So, so then it was like, I wanted to like, you know, go for walks and stuff. And we probably went on walks a couple of times. And that was basically when we were training for the three day. Okay. You got to train for it. Of course. And so we, we did that, but then it was like later on that he didn't want to go walking. It was either hmm. I'm tired or no, nah, I don't feel like going or it, it was just, Oh my God. I was like, it, it messed with my self-esteem a lot. I'm not even going to lie. Cause I'm okay. like, does this man not want to be with me or, um, you know, he claimed he loved me. We, you know, when we're around the church people and he act like, you know, he's the best husband in the world and we're so happy, but it's like, you don't even want to do the simple things in life. Like go for a walk, have a talk, 
you know what I mean? Catch up on the day, catch up on the week, you know, things like that. And I felt almost like, am I being a nuisance? Am I being annoying? Mm. You know, is, is he not like attracted to me anymore? It was yeah. a whole lot of things that played on your psyche. Cause I'm like, I'm just asking for simple things because I'm a very independent woman. Yeah. Okay. First of all. And, um, you know, and so I just let it go. And I was like, I was like, you know, went to counseling because I, you know, I asked for a divorce again. And I was like, this is just not working. And this is year so, five. This is year five. Okay, you and got six more years that you stuck right, it out. Right, I did. I stuck it out six more years. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, I, I, I just, I just don't know what to do. So, you know, so I decided to go to talk to someone on my own. Okay. So, um, you know, and my, my pastor, he counseled me and, you know, we talked and, you know, and he said to me like, daughter, you did the work. You did the work. Mm. I don't believe in divorce and, you know, but he felt like it was time for me to, to walk away. Wow. And so, um, yeah. So, um, year, yeah. So 2020, October 2020, I celebrated my birthday. I turned 54 that year. And I told myself, 55, I was going to be free. Mm. <laughs> I said, I am not, I can't do this. And I literally said to him, look, we need to talk. I was getting ready to go for a walk. And I was like, when I get back, we need to talk. And I literally told him this was it. I said, I'm leaving the state to tell you how I got to Virginia. I said, I'm leaving the state because God, God told me all of this. I said, I'm mm. just leaving I'm leaving the state. I said, I'm leaving January the 14th. Now, Carla, sometimes you think you are throwing something out there because you're being vindictive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But no, God gave me the date. And so I told him, I said, I'm leaving January the 14th. Um, I'm moving out of state. You know, I'm, you don't have to worry about running into me or nothing like that. I'm, I'm leaving. Mm. And I have been in Georgia since 98. Like, that's my home away from New Jersey. Like, that's my home. Like, I lived there longer than I lived in New Jersey. Okay. And I, so I, I walked away from my friends and my family, you know, that I call family, my friends that became my family. I walked away from all of that, mm -hmm. you know, so he looked at me and he was like, you know, cause I was like, I don't need, I was like, do you want to maybe separate? So we both looked at each other and I was like, no, we don't even need to do that. We need to just go ahead and just, just end this. Right. So like, finally you're both on the same page. It's done. Both on the same page. Cause I think he was tired of me asking for a divorce too. And, um, and then, also, in my mind, I, I think he might have met somebody, too. I'm just going to be put it out there. Okay. But it doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. I was just like, good. Okay. So I said, I'm going to take a week. I'm going away. I'm going to go try to find a place, which I did. I went away for a week. Couldn't find anything. Now, I told this man I'm leaving on January 14th. <laughs> so, so finally, <laughs> I, I keep looking while I'm back. I find a place. My cousin goes and look at it for me. And she said, hey, this one is great. And I looked at it on through FaceTime and I was like oh my god yes I love it. it has everything that I want I feel safe it has a gate it's gated community it's this is that you know and I say it has a garage where I can go in go straight up to my apartments so I felt safe starting over by myself that was my main thing feeling safe in a new state right mm -hmm. and so finally you know put in the application and the lady said to me I can move in on January the 14th <gasps> I what? said if, I promise you I, I got receipts I said, if that was not God, <laughs> I don't know what it was. And I, I haven't shared this with a lot of people, just a few people know, because everybody don't believe, you know what I mean? And everybody yeah. don't believe your story. 
But I'm telling you, I said, when I say everything just fell into place, like got my movers, my movers came, packed me up. I came here. One of my girlfriends, uh, one of my really good girlfriends rode with me here um, to start my new life. And I have to say it, it has been an emotional roller coaster, yeah. but it has been an amazing journey for me because I learned a lot about who I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and what you, you need know, mm-hmm. and what I need and what I will not settle for. Yeah. You know, um, and yeah. And so, um, so I'm excited. I mean, it's been great. I bought my ho- first home by myself. Congratulations. Um, here, here in Virginia. Yes. And that's, re- that's a recent purchase, right? That's a recent purchase. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So within two years, I just, you know, I've just been, you know, trusting in God and just following the process and and trusting the process at the end of the day, that's all you could do is trust the process and mm-hmm. not worry about the naysayers and what people have to say. Cause you know, people are talking and <laughs> people are talking, oh, yeah. people are watching, but I, my prayer is that they look at the positive. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they'll look at the negative. Don't try to figure out the story because if I didn't tell you the story, it wasn't for you to know. So don't come up with your own conclusions is what I would say. Don't come up with your own narrative because it's not your story. It's mm-hmm. not your story to tell. It's not your story to figure out. It's mine. Yeah. It's mine and my ex-husband. Whatever his version is, is his version. And whatever my version is, is my version. Because we were the only two that was in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Had either of you been married before? Yes. Yeah. So it was both of us. Sec- it was our second marriage because okay. I was married to my son's father. And I, I laugh and joke about it because I was like, I, that, I don't really consider it a marriage because we were young and we both, we both agreed we should never did it, right? <laughs> um, God rest his soul because he's, he's deceased. He passed away um, in May of 2016. So okay. yeah, but we both, we both decided that, you know, we were just going to be friends and, you know, and raise our child, you know, but that shouldn't have never happened, but anyway, but it was, but it was, it was great. I got, I got my son and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so that was probably the best thing that came out of that, out of that marriage. Um, so you, you, know, but, you were married, so you got married at, around in your mid forties, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, how long had you been single and oh were God. you, des- and were you desiring marriage? Like, was this something that you really, really wanted because I know there are a lot of women who are in their mid forties and they're like, I really want a husband. They still really want to be married, even if they don't have kids. And that's kind of gone out the window and they're like, okay, that that's not going to happen for me, but I still really want to be married. I feel like they want it so badly that they, they do it. Right. And I'm not saying this mm-hmm. is what happened to you, but they meet somebody, mm-hmm. they think it, you know, people say, Oh, it don't take lo- that long to realize if you want to get married or not, they get married in six months or a year. And then they find themselves in this very unhappy place, but they mm-hmm. don't want to leave because it's something that they always desired. And like you said, you shouldn't care what other people think from the outside looking in, but we're human, right? We're human right. and we, and we do care. And mm-hmm. I really like that we're talking about this because I think your story is about freedom and, and happiness and, and joy on your terms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you being strong enough to move away from that and not get caught up in what uh, everybody thinks. What I'm really trying to ask is you were single for a while 
and then you mm-hmm. met this guy. Was it just something that happened or was it something that you really desired? That's what I'm asking you. Okay. Well, let me, before I met him, um, so I was single for a long time, but okay. dating, but not in a serious relationship. So I think I started dating a guy probably in 2008, um, which 2000, maybe 2007, Anthony and I started, I started dating a guy from, uh, we went to college together okay. and we started dating and I don't know if I wasn't really, I think I was just dating because I was tired of being by myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, and actually he proposed. Uh, he did this big proposal and everything. And I actually left New Jersey and moved to Charlotte. Um, when my son went to college, he started college in 2009, um, August of 2009. And I left and moved to Charlotte right after he started college because I felt like I was like, okay, he's, he's off on his own. Now I can go and live my life. He's no longer my main focus because my main focus was to make sure my son graduated high school and got into college, right? Okay. That was my main focus. So he proposed and everything and, you know, I moved to Charlotte and um, it just didn't work out. And mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. probably in Charlotte all of a few months. Not even a few months. <laughs> Got there often. And girl, I saw the signs and I ran like really fast. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm out of here. So went back to Atlanta, which was my home. Because to rewind, I ended up in Jersey because my mom had a, uh, had a, a really like a quadruple bypass. And she had uh, another surgery where she had um, stroke in her she had a stroke in her eye, so she lost her vision. So I went back home. My job transferred me. I went back home to kind of help my, my parents out. So okay. taking my mom back and forth, which was good for me and my son, you know, and, and taking her back and forth to John Hopkins, uh, you know, for her eye. Seemed like every Friday I was driving to Baltimore um, to do that. I was the only one that wasn't married. My other two sisters were married. So I, I had the freedom to just up and, you know, mm-hmm. come home, you know, mm-hmm. if, I guess I was like, if my job transferred me, then, hey, I'm going to do it. And they everything happened in 24 hours. So I was like, guess I'm going to Jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so ended up in Jersey. And then, like I said, then ended up in, in Charlotte. And yeah, then ended back in Atlanta. And so I got back to Atlanta in October. And I met and met my ex in November. Okay. And he knew the story. I didn't lie about the story or anything. He knew about the story. I guess he was in a relationship as well, not before, long before he met me. And, you know, and we dated very heavy. It was like, I don't know. It was, it was almost, I was kind of nervous to be honest, Carl. It was moving fast. Like it mm. was moving fast, but I enjoyed him. It, it was different from the guy that I was engaged to prior to him. Like it, okay. with him, it was just, you know, it just felt like really easy. It did. It felt really easy. And and um, I it wasn't I I didn't have to be married if I could be honest. Oh, okay. Um, no, I didn't have to be married, but I felt like, hey, I'm in my forties. My son's on. I mean, I might as well, right? Yeah. So that's how I was. I was like, I mean, I love them. Why not get married? That's the next step, right? If you if you love somebody and you you love being with them and spending time with them, and then the next step is marriage. If they ask you. So mm-hmm. I said, okay. So he mm-hmm. asked me, it was like literally we met November, engaged in February, married in April. Wow. So did you have a big wedding? No. It okay. was very intimate. It was very intimate. It was probably about um, like 45 people or less. And it was mostly family and close friends. 
Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So it was not even a big wedding or anything. And so, um, <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't, so it wasn't like it was a, a really big, strong desire for me to be married because if I can be real honest, like growing up, you know, I mentioned childhood traumas, you know, and so, you know, I saw a lot growing up and sure. I wasn't, I wasn't a big component on marriage. Like mm-hmm, I was just like, mm-hmm. uh-uh, I don't want to get married. I don't want no man to try to control me. If we ain't equal, if we ain't this, like, it's just not going to work for I me. I understand. <laughs> yeah. And so, so that was, that, that, that was my mindset. And I was just like, you know, but I literally had to go to therapy to, you know, to realize that, hey, your life, your your past life, your parents' life is not your life. It's not mm-hmm. your future. It's not, you know, you have to let those things go and you have to know that the things that happen is not going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was my always my worry, you know, that, that the things that I saw would happen to me in my marriage and, you know, and I, I just didn't want that. And mm-hmm. so, but it was not anything, like I said, it wasn't like I just had to be married. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I could have kept living on by myself. I could have, and dating was fun for me. Like I dated, I dated, you know, the whole time I was in Atlanta, but I knew that I wasn't trying to get married and neither was the people I was going out with. Yeah. So we had a good understanding, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, but you know, like you say, you get to an age where you're like, okay, I, like like I said, being a single parent and it's only been you and him, you now feel like, oh my God, I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, and oh, he asked me to marry him. So you feel, you know, you feel worthy. You feel, you know, you feel like, hey, okay, so this guy yeah. really loves me. He wants to be with me. He's chosen, he's chosen me, you know, mm-hmm. um, to be his wife. And so I, I did just that. I did what I was supposed to do as a wife. I did. I, I would, I would say I was an amazing wife. Um, I did everything that a wife would do to support their spouse. I, Hmm. like I said, I compromised so much. I gave up so much because when I say I was isolated from my family. Um, if I went to events or stuff, I was literally by myself. He may have gone to two things with me, one family reunion and one in my brother's wedding. 11 years? Uh, in 11 years. In 11 years. It's sad to say, but as I look back on it, <laughs> I look back on it, you know, when I left, I look back on everything. Because in that, when I left, I walked out during COVID. Okay. Right. In the middle of a pandemic, which I, which God, God orchestrated that thing so well, because he knew that in, in that wilderness for me, it would allow me to see the things that I couldn't see when I was in it. He allowed me to, um, you know, just to, to, to heal, to cry, to grow, to, you know, to, to trust and lean on him to, you know, he, he just allowed me to be in a space where it was just me and him mm-hmm. and this was a christian man he yes very very much so mm-hmm. very heavily in the church both of us very heavily in the church um not a pat everybody used to say he think he was a pastor or a deacon neither did just, he uh, did he have uh did he have mentorship like people in his life did you guys have friends in your lives as, as a married couple in the church who you all 
connected with right and if there were things that were going on with him like he could go to somebody and really process through that like I don't know I I dated a pastor once and I I did a whole episode about it but I dated a a pastor Mm -hmm. and he hadn't he didn't have any mentorship so he was just kind of like doing life how he wanted to do life there was nobody that he looked up to that he was talking through uh relationships with Did, did your guy have anything like that Yes, we both did. We had a lot of older couple friends that were married for 30, 40 years. Like we, we surrounded ourselves with, with people that, you know, that, that been through the marriage that, you know, been through a lot of hard times during their marriage and and stuck it out, made it work. Um, However, some of those couples was a little judgmental, which for me was a problem for me. And I'm the type that I'm a, I'm a say it's a problem. Right. (laughs) So, um, you had those that you know, didn't sugarcoat it straight to the point. He had a couple of mentors, but I don't know, like, I don't know what they talk about when they're together. I do know that being in counseling with him, with my pastor, he ain't going deep. Mm. He ain't going deep. Mm. Um, so what did he like skirt, like certain issues and kind of talk around absolutely. it? Absolutely. And this Absolutely. was in the beginning when you guys first did counseling or was this when you guys were having the problems? Be- beginning, the middle, whenever we met with the pastor. Okay, was- so this is that hindsight is twenty twenty that you're talking about. Absolutely. I see. Absolutely. This is scary. Yeah. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Let me tell you why this is scary. It's scary for me as a single woman. I'm 51 mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know. I don't really desire marriage marriage like I don't have to be married like I'm not there right haven't mm-hmm. been there in years because I've had so many disappointing uh, relationships and I have I have trust issues just because I've seen and heard so much right but I'm right. listening to this story and it seems like things were right at the beginning and yeah. even though you saw like little small red flags like sometimes they're not really really glaring red flags and we keep moving forward Absolutely. And then we end up in situations like you guys were doing all this wonderful stuff before you got married. It was fun and exciting. And then you turn around and it's like, this is a totally different person. And you're stuck in a marriage that you're trying to work through and it's not working and you're sad and he's not paying you any attention and you're feeling bad about that. Like, I, I don't know. I, that's scary. It Anybody can end up scary. in this situation. Oh right. goodness. So and, what's the and, advice? Well, <laughs> the advice, take the time. Yeah. Okay. Take the time, take the time to get to really, really know the person. Like don't feel pressured to get married in six months, a year, like take as long as you need to really know that this person is going to be there willing to put in the work, you know, willing to, to talk through the good times, the bad times, well, you know what I mean? Like just willing to just be authentically themselves, mm-hmm, trusting mm-hmm. you, trusting you with their heart, because I felt like I trusted him with my heart and it, he was such a narcissist. Like he would flip things on me because I trusted him with my heart and I would tell him things that I was going through, things that happened to me. And then he would flip it on me and say, I needed counseling. What? Oh, wait, wait, so you just now mentioned narcissism. I didn't, I didn't oh, yeah, hear that yeah, at the yeah. beginning. 
Yeah, well, yeah, he was a narcissist. He was a narcissist. He has what I say has a lot of issues he needs to address. Like he needs counseling. Like, and I'll say this, and I, you know, and I, I'm pretty sure that uh, you know my my uh, in laws or whoever may hear this. I don't know. Maybe, but you haven't said do. anything terrible. I have about not. Him. I haven't yeah. said anything terrible. I've never. When I walked away from the marriage, not once ever did I put anything on social media and talk bad about him because I'm oh, not going to do that. No, not gonna do. I'm not that person. However, he has a lot of childhood traumas he needs to address. Okay, and, and I know he's in a relationship now. I wish him well. I really do. But I re- and maybe she is the one for him. But I really pray that he address his issues so that this marriage can last. Mm-hmm. They say they say third time's a charm. I don't know if I'll ever know that, but um, <laughs> they they say third time's a charm, and I hope for him if this is it that. He puts the work in. That, okay. that is my that is my prayer. But um, but yeah, my my advice would just to be take your time. Know in your heart of heart that this is the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Because when you are best friends and you can laugh and talk about anything, and that's what I desire. I desire a best friend. But if you're you can't be my best friend if I'm afraid to even talk to you about certain things because I feel like you're gonna flip it on me. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So that, I do. So, yeah. So, th- so that was always a, a block for me. And he would say, I'm not your enemy. You got these walls up. And I'm like, but you're, you're the reason I have the walls. Like, and you, and the things that you do, and every time you, the things you don't do and don't say, the walls go higher and higher. Mm. You, you are the builder of the walls that you claim I have. And you don't even see that. You know what I mean? So it's my, ooh, mm. Would yeah, you have, would is, you, if you, you know, if you could go back, would you have gone and left the fifth year? Yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, you said you were thinking about it this third year, right? The third year. Mm-hmm. But, but the, and, yeah, the third year. And it's, it's the crazy thing is the third year, I, when I was going to leave, I was so upset the night after we had the conversation. And the next day I was cleaning out my closet, Carla. And I was like, like clean out stuff and I was taking some bags to Goodwill. <laughs> he thought I not, you know, we weren't talking, so I didn't say I was leaving or anything. He called my friends thinking I had left. And that's when I knew that he really loved me or cared about me mm-hmm. because he was he was hurt. He was upset. He thought I left. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just went to Goodwill. <laughs> like I did I would have told you if I was actually leaving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it was just, you know, in that moment, and that was year three, in that moment, that's what made me feel like, hey, okay, let me just make, see if this song, see how this is going to play out. Try it again. And like I said, then come year five, and I was like, okay, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? And I say it to myself all the time, doing this new journey of my life, why didn't I leave at year five? Was I yeah. afraid? Was I afraid to be alone? Mm-hmm. Was I afraid that I wouldn't be able to do it financially? Was I afraid? Like I had so many doubts mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. But I was like, none of those things were valid mm-hmm. because I did it. Now I'm like, I look at you away. now. <laughs> look at me now. Like I did it. I walked away. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's been an amazing journey. Like I, you know, I lost some friends. I was sadly. ask you about that. You guys had friends um, together. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they, they were all people that I brought together because, you know, I'm, I'm the, 
I'm the uh, I'm the extrovert. So he more was he was introverted extroverted. So it was more so like me bringing friends with the wives, and then he become friends with the husbands. I we did a lot of entertaining. I love to entertain. I love to you know have like dinner parties, and we we always hosted Thanksgiving, and so we would have those people over and like. And I'm going to try not to get emotional, but one of my, a, a really, really good friend that I thought was like my really, really good friend. Um, the year that I left, her and her husband went to my house for Thanksgiving mm. and they posted on, posted on social media. And I'm like, dang, mm. it ain't even been a year. And an- was there another woman there? Let me tell you something. I I don't. I think she probably was there because his whole family was there that year. Mm-hmm. After I leave now, hey, that's like wow. Like, and and if she was there, and I'm like, I just left in January. But we don't know for sure if she was there, right? We don't know for sure. We okay. don't know for sure. But she popped up really quick. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> popped up really quick, but we don't know for sure. However. My focus is my girlfriend. Right. So I felt like you did not even take accountability of how my feelings would be hurt. Mm-hmm. Now, I get that your husband and my husband are friends, but if it was me, I would have been like, you know what? It's too soon. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But you chose a turkey dinner and a 12-year friendship. Have you talked to her yeah. since? when it happened and the way she spoke and came at me I was just like I'm done oh because it was it was almost very condescending like she was saying like well my husband my husband basically looking at saying to me like I don't have a husband anymore but my husband and I was like whoa hold up your husband's name is you know I ain't gonna say his name no 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 don't do that (laughs) you know no 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 but your husband I know his name. Why, why are you saying my husband, my husband? Like, it was very condescending. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, is that what we're doing? So basically, she, have... basically, she's telling you, we're still going to be friends with him, my husband. And he, he and my husband have built a friendship, a relationship. And you chose to leave. And that doesn't mean that I have to leave. Because I'm going to say, ba- yeah, that's basically. basically what she was saying. But she, you know, when I was leaving, it was all tears and I'm team Sheila and I'm always oh. be here for you. And I can't believe you're leaving me. You was my person, you know, and I was saying how people, you know, friendships are seasonal. And we had a conversation about pe- friendships being seasonal and for a lifetime. And she's like, well, I'm a lifetime friend or whatever. Well, look at us now. Okay. Look at us now. Um, you know, it's just, I was, I was hurt. I was mm-hmm. hurt, crushed. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just her. It was a lot of people. A lot of the couples, you know, I was like, these are church people. Like, I came to you in my time of me, and I came to you, you know, and talked to you. And when I left, you never checked on me. You never, nothing. Then you, you know, you're taking trips with with him and the new girl. And, like, it's so hurtful. It's and I know so hurtful. This, it's so hurtful. And I know these things happen. Um, it's life, right? I mean, I don't expect anybody's life to stop because mine is not stopping. And but but at the end of the day, extend a little grace, have a little heart. You know, 
care a little about the person that you claim you cared about. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I'm no longer a part of this tribe, you know, this this married tribe anymore of the, the, the tribe that I brought together, <laughs> I'm <laughs> no longer there anymore. Mean that we can't we we can't be friends and you can't be respectful and you can't you know I'm not telling you don't be friends and don't do I knew that was gonna happen but the the first year that I leave I think that was just too soon for me I think I mean I, I don't I don't know this man at all so I'm definitely not gonna speak badly about him but mm-hmm. I will say if you know for a fact that he does have narcissistic tendencies or he is a full blown narcissist mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. very charming people and perhaps there were mm-hmm. some things that he shared with these people that you're not aware of mm-hmm. that didn't you know put you in the best light and mm-hmm. so that's their justification for continuing the relationship with him because you have no voice in that tribe anymore, right? It's all, all based on what he's saying, what he's presenting to them. So, mm-hmm. you know, I understand being hurt. I am definitely not trying to minimize or marginalize your feelings, but yeah. you don't know what he told those people. I And I told myself that too, Carla. I don't know what he's saying to people at all. Like, I, I was like, or his family or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, whatever. And, and I said, you know what? I don't even care <laughs> anymore because I know the truth. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I know the truth. You know, I lived it. I was in it. And, and the fact is I told this girl, she knew everything. She knew everything, the ins and out of the marriage. Like she knew mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So that's the hurtful part. If that yeah. makes more sense to you. It because makes a lot of sense. you knew everything. And, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, so it was a slap in the face. It was really a slap in the face. But, um, but yeah, but I, you know. Are you in therapy now? I am. Okay, I've been good. in therapy for two years. I am in therapy. Yes. And that that's been my saving grace between therapy, um, my women's group, like I'm a part of a, a wonderful women's group, the Strong Tower Church here in Fredericksburg. Um, and, and my church that I'm a member of. It's okay. just yeah, it's that's what's been my strength, you know, and and the friends that never left me. I call them my day ones, the ones okay. that that are still there, that's always been there, that checks on me, comes to see me, you know. Those that they've been my strength. They have been Mm -hmm. my strength. My family has been my strength. Being back connected with my family has been amazing. Like I'm Mm -hmm. looking forward to. We're taking a trip to celebrate one of my cousins um, to New Orleans, um, April 12th. I'm looking so looking forward to just, you know, being with them and connecting with them because it's it's been a minute. It's Mm -hmm. been a minute since you know we we've done anything like that or me spending time with all of them like that. You know, so I'm really looking forward to it. yeah. What, what else do you do for self-care now that you're divorced and you have this newfound freedom and joy? Like, what does your self-care look like? Well, working out, of course, yoga, <laughs> you know, I try to get a yoga class in every now and then. Um, so yoga, running, walking, that's just, that's my, that's my therapy, journaling, um, I, you know, I, I tried to start, I started dating. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, we, we can touch that, uh, you know, later, uh-huh. but, um, <laughs> but yeah, just spending time with, you know, with, uh, friends and just, just doing me, Carla, okay. just doing okay. whatever I want to do. But, you know, but like I said, my, uh, health journey has always been just that. I mean, I'm a plant, I'm plant-based, um, 
And like I said, and I try to uh, walk and work out at least four to five times a week. Um, and that's it. Like, love and going travel. to brunch and travel. Yes, brunching, <laughs> traveling. Like, that's that's me. Yeah, you you're, you are you are the poster child for brunching and looking fabulous <laughs> and going on wonderful trips, honey. Let me tell you, I'd be like, Sheila is not playing. Let me say, I need to be an. People keep telling me I'm an influencer because I can post something and do something, and people it don't even gotta be a lot of people, but you gonna somebody gonna buy it or somebody <laughs> gonna do it because they're gonna come to me. And I was like, I don't even. I felt like I don't even know how to become an influencer or anything like that. But I don't post stuff like I should or you know like a lot of people do now. I uh-huh. can really get out there. But now that I am, you know, I'm a. I'm now a travel agent, so I am going to start doing a you lot are? more. I am. I what? am a travel agent. Yes, I am with Intella Travel. Um, I actually started with them in May, and I hadn't really been pushing my business because I, you know, was focusing on my house, right? Getting my house together, things like that, but just kind of using the travel for myself, really. So getting myself out there, like, you know, doing the cruises and you know, little trips and stuff and getting paid for my own travel, right? Oh, that's so, exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I am going, my focus now is to start focusing more on my travel business. And that that's going to be a, a, another part of my self-care journey because that's something I love to do, right? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I'm excited about that new part of my- Do you um, still do the insurance too? Yeah, well, that's my job. Like okay. I am in insurance. I do. I work for Chubb Insurance. I have been insurance. I have been in insurance. Oh my God, for almost twenty years. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, working in uh, environmental underwriting, and so I, you know, I enjoy it. I, I think I'm gonna get myself probably six more years in it, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna retire from it. And I hope, hopefully, I can make travel like my full time gig. Um, that that's gonna be you know, my, my goal going forward, I want to definitely do that. Yeah. And um, you're, and you, I mean, maybe we should do another episode because you are one of the people that seems from the outside looking in, it seems like you, you can do group travel well with your girls. And I know a lot of people have gripes when they come back from these group trips, Yeah, but it, it looks like you do it pretty well with your girlfriends. Because I remember one trip, it looked like it was about 12 of y'all. 25. Tw- okay. I was way off. <laughs> way up double that for my for my 55th it was 25 of us and where'd you go we went to jamaica Mm -hmm. uh montego bay we stayed at yeah stayed at breathless uh saint james secret secrets breathless secret saint james we stayed at the resort so you go to one and you have access to the other Mm -hmm. and it was a great it was a great trip it was a great trip now you know there's always gonna be a little drama behind the scenes but But it wasn't, no, it still did, it did not put a damper on anything. The trip, the trip was, was great. Um, My 50th, I did the same thing with 25 people, groups, singles. And that was, um, that was amazing, but also a sad trip. That's why Mm. I needed a do over for my 55th. My my 50th, uh, unfortunately, while I was on my trip, I lost my youngest brother to cancer. So that trip, yeah, so it turned into like, and I knew, you know, I kind of knew it was coming when I went on the trip, you know, had spent time with him and everything before I left. So it it was almost like a dreadful trip. Like I didn't want to go anymore. I didn't want to do it anymore. 
But, you know, he said to me he wasn't going to see 50. I needed to celebrate my life, you know, enjoy my birthday. And so I, I did. I did that. And um, but but fifty fifth, we was like that was the turn up because I was single. <laughs> I was single. I was out in these single streets in my Jamaica bikini. I saw you, we, girl. Yes, honey. We we was like we had a ball. We had a ball. We had a ball. We we really did. What's so, that yeah, mean? We, we had a time last night. Girl, we had a time last night. <laughs> I don't think that will ever get old, man. People be Never. using that, uh, all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, this yes. is so funny. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. this has been, this has been great. Um, what, what would be your, your parting words as far as your views on, on a healthy relationship going forward? What does that look like for you? So for me going for in a healthy relationship, just be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, Okay, I know we we all want to try to put our best foot forward in the beginning, but at this stage of the game, <laughs> like I'm 56, about to be 57. I need you to be honest about your finances, everything. You know what I'm saying? Like I just 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 put it all out there mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, those things don't matter when you care for somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you build that relationship, that friendship, you start caring for each other. If you having issues and you having problems that if you can't talk about that to me, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. That's a problem for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but I just feel like, you know, just communicate, communicate, communicate mm-hmm. is such a major part of a healthy relationship. You know, sex to me, yeah, it's great, but on another level of intimacy when you're like deep down that soul where you just like you could just lay with someone and you just feel safe and mm-hmm. you just feel happy and just it, it one tune right it one beat one rhythm one you know like you're just that's when you know that I'm home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is my this is this is where I belong, mm-hmm. and I am praying that I find that one day. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, I'm praying that I find that. Um, still searching. Sure. Um, <laughs> but that would that would be my parting words. Is just you know, um, just take your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm praying that you get that too. I mean, you like I said when I met you, I was thinking, wow, this is such a lovely lady. And you are so sweet and so, you know, so kind. I remember we bought that lady some a birthday drink, didn't we? Yes, it we was, did. That's it. Yes. Yes. It's a woman <laughs> after my own heart. So sweet. So, I, you know, my prayer is that you get whatever your heart desires and whatever, of course, God uh, has for you. Because sometimes we... We want things that ain't we ain't supposed to be with. <laughs> Absolutely. Even, Absolutely. Even if it looks like we're supposed to be. So I hope everything uh, syncs up with your heart and God's plans uh, at the time that's right, you know? Yeah. Um, but thank, thank you. you for thank, thank you. you for your time. Thank you for being here and being so vulnerable. I know it's not easy. <laughs> um, and hopefully something that we, we talked about uh, didn't scare people off because like I said I'm scared this is scary it is yeah it, it, is. it, it, it is it's for us singles yeah. for us single women out here it's mm-hmm. a little scary because mm-hmm. you know with social media and the gaslighting and the narcissism and 
you know, the cheating, like it's just a lot. And some of us are just so fine being Mm -hmm. by ourselves because we spent these years being single and working on our peace and making ourselves happy and doing things for ourselves that bring us joy. It's like, I don't know if I want to leave this area because that over there, it don't look fun to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I am. Hopefully I'm not scaring people off. I know there are some women who feel the same way I do, but uh, I appreciate you. And hopefully we can talk again about the travel I would love yes. to do that. Yeah. Let's plan it out. And I'll see Absolutely. you soon. I keep saying I'm going to come out. Yes, there. you have to come out. I do. Yes, just let I me do. know. I'm definitely coming back to LA. So okay. I'll keep you posted. That, that is definitely, that's a definite. Please, um, please. But I am I am so appreciative for you having me on your podcast. Like I said, I was nervous at first, but I am a true believer that your test is a testimony for someone. So mm-hmm. whatever you've gone through, either someone is either coming out of it or going into it. And whatever may have been said today, I'm sure it's going to resonate with somebody and mm-hmm. hopefully it'll help somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, like, again, I, like I said, I am just, I'm just honored and I am so happy that we, our paths crossed and we formed this friendship, this sisterhood mm-hmm. and, uh, and I love you too. And I just love watching you. And you give me so much life. I tell you that all the time. It's not like I don't tell you. But you I do. You. you do. I do. It's <laughs> like, you just give me so much life. I just love your energy. And we are, girl, we are definitely kindred spirits. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So wait, one more thing before you go. Do you want to yeah. um, talk about your travel business or tell people where to find you? Or do you want to do it another time? We can do it another time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Time. You're welcome. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to GYSB Talks. If you want to connect with me, you can follow me or connect with me on social media, all social media platforms, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. GYSB Movement is where I am. That's where you can find me. You can email me if you want. GYSBmovement at gmail.com. I look forward to staying connected. We drop new episodes every Monday at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So be on the lookout. And until then, I will talk to you later. Take care. Bye, Sheila. Bye. Thanks, Carla. You're welcome. All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.